What's up, Chapel's Corner? I'm back. Oh, I do not want to go to work tonight. It's like three hours to clock in. Oh, child, I can't even begin to tell you. I have never been so t- so t- sick and tired of seeing the same group of people in my life. I feel like I just can't escape them. I go home, I have nightmares about these niggas. You know, wake up, do whatever I got to do, go back to sleep, wake up, I got to see them again. I'm so tired. I'm so happy that I was getting shorter, though, being that the holidays is over. But, yeah, I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Why? Why I can't win the lotto? Oh, somebody love me some money, please. <laughs> somebody marry me. She work hard for the money. She work hard for the money. Oh, oh, oh. All right, all right. I digress. I digress. Oh, seriously, though. Oh, I remember now. I came back on because there's this article that I found that I wanted to share with you all entitled 10 Friends with Benefits Mistakes I Made That You Shouldn't by Lakeisha Ethans. Lakeisha. You know she black. And then watch them put a picture of her ass on the bottom. Let me look real quick. I got to see. They they be giving bios of the writers like, Oh, Lakeisha ain't even put no picture up. She got a picture of a Mona Lisa with a peace sign. We know you black, Ethans. We know you black, Lakeisha. What up, sis? Yeah, so friends with benefits. Oh, gosh. Dating again. This topic, this topic to me, honestly, is going to go on for the beginning of forever. So there's no point in not addressing it. It's either you're in some type of relationship or you're not or you're in between or something. You already decided what you want, you don't want, you don't know, like me. Because I certainly don't even know what I want anymore. It's just like, I'm open to wonderful things happening with somebody. But damn it, these expectations, like I said in the previous episode, it's just like, you just got to go with the flow. Hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get, you know how they have like hot dog eating contests and stuff like that? I'm about to, i just going to do a frog kissing contest. You ain't got to have sex with the frog. You just got to kiss the frog. I done kissed a few. You know, you just got to, after a while, you got to get used to the smell and, and you kiss it. <laughs> Next frog. And something's going to transform into something decent after a while. It ain't going to be perfect, child. It's going to be something. You know, I'm just tired of kissing shit and and swamp thing appears. You know, kiss it again. It's Freddy Krueger. You know, like, come on, man. Don't nobody, don't nobody want to kiss Freddy nasty ass, you know? So, friends with benefits. All right. It sounds like a wonderful thing. You got a friend who's already your friend. That's what they say, right? Before you date all this shit, you should get to know them. You know, you should be friends first. Wonderful. And then somewhere along the way, you and your friend realize that there's attraction. Or maybe there's always been an attraction, but you guys have finally decided to act up on it. Mm. Wow. Now, this can go well in the sense that you end up having sex with your friend. And it's a great experience with both of you as far as sexually. And then, uh, on the other hand as well, or that also it, it doesn't hurt y'all friendship. That's, that's the two ways it could go well. Good sex and the friendship stays intact. It could go bad. <laughs> sex is bad <laughs> for one of you or both of you. And now it's awkward. And um, it's awkward and they, you know, it's just the relationship is over. Or you can have this situation happens where the friends with benefits situation kind of emerges, which is what a lot of people are trying to do today. Um, a lot of guys are getting away with this, and some women, they're okay with it too. So, friends, how do I feel about it? 
I think I've I, I think I only had no I don't know about friends with benefits at all because last experience I had sleep with a friend which I don't even sleep with friends in I that was one experience that I would have wanted to turn into a friends with benefits, but it did not happen that way. But the relationship is still intact. What are you gonna do? Right. Now in the past when I thought about these things, seeing my friends do it and coworkers and stuff, I just be like how does that not get complicated somehow? Because I guess the understanding or the general rule is it's a friend that you have sex with. It's, I guess, more than just a, a effing buddy. You know what I mean? Because, it, you know, it's not just booty call because y'all know each other. Uh, probably know each other family. Probably know each other well enough. It all depends. But how does that not get complicated in a sense of when does it stop? Like, you know, so what are you all going to be freaking off each other forever? You know what I mean? Because in the sense of this not turning into a serious relationship, other parties are still dating, which probably is okay with everybody at first. But when feelings feelings start to form, in my opinion, it's like, you know, how does that work out? Or now if they just say, well, I'm dating somebody now, what do you, what is it? And I'm exclusive with them, knowing damn well, he probably going to cheat on her later. But now it's like, okay, we can't have sex anymore. Well, that's abrupt and sudden. You know, maybe you was my first and only and best friends with benefits person. Now who I'm going to freak off two, three times a week whenever I want. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, like, how does that work? But I don't know that when people are doing these things that they so much think about tomorrow, more or less as they think about right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just right now. Just get up in the bed and, and, and bump uglies, honey. Or bump beautifuls. Whatever. But... She says that uh, she made uh, 10 mistakes with the Friends of Benefits things, Lakeisha, and she's going to share 10 of them. She said, I've had my fair share of Friends with Benefits arrangements, and I found them fulfilling and exciting. However, there are some missteps that can quickly derail this type of relationship, and I've made a few of them. Here are some you should avoid. One, failing to communicate. Well, well. Who has time to communicate when they bumping skins, honey? And rocking, knocking, knocking up with somebody, rocking, knocking up boots. Ain't nobody got time. When you communicate, it's called body language, you know? You know, pillow talking. Well, not really pillow talking. Well, it is. You communicate in pillow. Oh, yes. Right there. You know, whatever. I like that. Or whatever. But who's, who's having deep conversations? First of all, y'all failed to communicate when y'all decided to have a friends with benefits relationship. <laughs> that that automatically, because like, nine out of ten, that conversation probably didn't even come up till later. Probably it just happened and it happened again and it happened again and y'all realized that this is something that's just a pattern now and it seems to be a, a nice pattern y'all like enjoying. And then maybe a conversation comes up later where y'all like, all right, we well, obviously not together in a relationship, but that's all the communicating y'all do. Tell the truth, Shane the devil. Too busy, you know, she ain't bumping, grinding. The secret to any good relationship, not just the romantic ones, is communication. I neglected this aspect with my first friends with benefits arrangement, and it went south fast. We weren't on the same page, and I didn't know where the other stood, so there was lots of drama. Since then, I've been clear about my expectations from the start. There goes that word again, expectations. I told everybody. Uh, you know, I don't know about you telling people what your expectations is. Just tell them what you want. No, or just t- tell them what you're not about. You know, tell them what you're not going to do. No, I'll tell you what's not going to happen, nigga. You ain't going to be falling in love here, and neither am I. We just going to keep it on some bumping skins. You know what I'm saying? Shoot. And when we ain't bumping skins, don't be blowing up my phone type stuff. You know, that's what I mean. And then, you know, do what I told you. Uh, all right? Now, it says, we talk about whether it's a monogam- 
We talk about whether it's a monogamous or open arrangement. We discuss where we see it all going. We make sure both of us have similar expectations, making assumptions. Here we go. Making assumptions is the worst thing you can do in any relationship. Don't be afraid to clarify. Okay, you can clarify a thousand things. Like, I don't like you. You can clarify a thousand things to someone like, I don't necessarily want to be in a relationship with you. That doesn't necessarily stop anything from potentially happening. Again, feelings change overnight, sometimes drastically. So things could change. Could be that you think everything is just fine. And then one time, one day y'all are out. And then some girl he knows happens to come into some spot. Y'all are hanging out with a bunch of y'all friends. And all of a sudden you see him like really flirtatious with her in a way. And then, you know, you might just make all of a sudden out of the blue. It's like I said in the previous episode, you have a wave of emotions coming. Oh, no, where's this coming from? Jealousy. You don't know. You know, ain't no telling. But yeah, sure, you can discuss, oh, well, you know, don't fall in love with me. And I think that's just so, I mean, if, if you're going to do all that, just go hire a prostitute. If you got to go to the point and tell somebody, well, I don't want to get too far with it. And I just want to have sex with you. Yeah, for free, though. I guess that's what all about. Yeah, who wants to pay somebody when they can just find somebody to do it for free? We talk about whether it's a monogamous or open arrangement. Hello, if it's a monogamous arrangement, it's a relationship. I, I, let me just move on too. neglecting to lay the ground rules. In my first relationship, not only did I fail to communicate well, but neither of us had set any ground rules. There is no, I just told y'all the only ground rules is when is you going to be available so I can get me some? I want to bust a nine. I don't know what I, with someone who, who with no strings attached. Why would you be setting grades? <laughs> you might think it's unnecessary. I do. She says, but trust me, it's very, very important. Setting basic rules has helped me. With my friends with benefits, she put an S at the end. Damn. So, you know, some of y'all just getting your lot, having a lot of sex. Is I mean, is some in y'all water? They're friends with benefits. I can't even find, how do y'all, you know, I can't even, there's not even every guy that I meet that I like, let alone to have two, three of them that I like at the same time that I would be willing to even, you know what I do on my days off? <laughs> All I want to do, especially in the summer, is sleep. I don't got time to squeeze in three people, especially on top of the other stuff I have to do. You know, take care of myself, comb my hair, which that even these days is a chore. Are you serious? <laughs> like three? I mean, friends with benefits. She said, anyway, the rules help her and her friends with benefits stay on the same page. Is it weird to rummage through the other person's fridge? Are we allowed to stay the night? Should we tell each other about our other flings? Our booty calls okay. What kind of dumb? Our booty calls okay. Is a friends with what the for you? You'd be surprised how many of these things come up. Make sure you have guidelines. So her guidelines are: Is it okay to rummage through another person's fridge? What well, this is it? What you got to do? And you, I don't even talk about this to people that are guests in my house. Just go to the fridge. You, I guess you're rummaging. I'm not getting it. I mean, yeah, sure, I'm the host. It depends. It depends on who you are, bitch. If I know you for years, yeah, take your ass to the fridge, <laughs> like, <laughs> nigga too. If I just met you and I'm trying to make an impression, I'll get it. <laughs> but are we allowed? Nah. Then they said, are we allowed to stay the night? Ugh. You know, some of these, some of these niggas and some of these women want you out before dawn. You know, they want you out before the neighbors is out with their kids and realizing that you are the fifth woman this week coming out the house. Sometimes the second woman that day. They said, should we tell each other about other? Fl- I mean, I, I, why do we, I don't know that that's necessary. I mean, if you, uh, our booty calls okay. Should we tell each other about our other flip? I don't give a fuck what anybody. I don't want to hear about it. 
I, whatever anybody's doing, if I got a friend, then it is what it is. Now, if it falls on my lap and it makes me feel sometimes, I don't, I don't know how it would make me feel. That all depends. That's why I said I, you never know. One day you're chilling just fine, you don't care. Next thing you know, you got all these feelings and all booty calls okay. That's just the dumbest question ever with a friends with benefits. What are we doing? Then what are we doing here? What are we doing here? If booty calls are not okay, what are we doing? What do we sign up for? I thought the, I thought the benefits was the best part. Full. Hanging out too often. I mean, y'all was already friends. Y'all been doing that. This the new shit. I'm calling you for sex. Four. Hanging out too often. I used to think that having a friends with benefit meant we'd hang out constantly. Oh, Lord. No, I don't want to hang out constantly with any man. Because, I mean, it's practically a typical relationship, right? No. Just without any romance? Of course, that's totally wrong. And meeting too often quickly becomes stifling. Friends with benefits are just that. Unless you work or go to school together, it's unlikely that your friends that you, that you see your friends every single day, she says, um, or very often at all. Now, I apply this concept to my friends with benefits arrangements. We usually climb into bed together once a week. At the very most, it's not super regular. Once a week? I don't even have sex once a month. What the fuck is going on yet with that? And once a week, they say it's like marriage numbers. I don't know that that's true. But I was watching Married with Children the other day, and they hardly ever had sex. We usually climb into bed together once a week. And the, yeah, but you got friends with benefits. So if you got two niggas or three men's, that means you jumping in bed like three times a week. Different size of penises and probably different nationality too. This girl, peeps, some of y'all just living y'all best life. Five, secretly wanting more. See, 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 see. That's the one. That's the one because that's the one nobody really thinks about. This is one of the uh, probably one of the most common mistakes people make, and I'm no exception. I had a crush on someone and thought that becoming hookup buddies would make him feel the same way. It didn't. And I wound up heartbroken and completely disappointed. I wish I knew back then that you can't make someone love you. I wish some people would learn that today. It's grown people that you just cannot. That's why you can't change the body. And, ugh. The entire point of friends with benefits readiness is no strings attached fun. When I made this mistake, I was automatically entering an arrangement based on deception. And that's an error you never want to make. So basically... She did want more. She was hoping that this benefits arrangement would get her foot in the door and that this guy would like her, but it didn't work. Um, Again, I just don't see how at some point things do not get complicated, feelings-wise, or somebody, I don't know, something's going to happen, and the shit's going to hit the fan. Six, forgetting the friendship it began with. See, that's what I mean when it ruins the friendship or hurts the friendship to the point that you're so now caught up in what happened to, between you all sexually or what expectations or base ground rules, whatever she said, that y'all set up that's not now being met. Now y'all arguing like people, y'all who probably had a solid relationship before as friends, you know, didn't have any problems like this now. Like it could hurt y'all. So that's something to think about, too. You know, that's why I said even with the, my situation, I value the friendship. It didn't make any sense, you know, so we just like moved on. But she says friends with benefits arrangements are temporary. That's what I'm saying. Eventually, that aspect of the relationship will end. When this happened in my second friends with benefits situation, one I was confident had gone very well, we suddenly felt awkward. We'd been so caught up in hooking up that we'd forgotten we were friends before, too. Suddenly, I'd lost a friend entirely. <clears throat> we tried to get back to how things were before, but it didn't work out. So when you're in a friends with benefit relationship, be a good friend first and a good sexual partner second. I agree. If you're going to do that, I, that's what I said. I said at some point I had to really step back and take a look at this. And I said, am I going to approach this like this? 
you know, like the part of it, like after we had had sex or everything that was before. And it was way more time before because this did not make any sense. So it says just uh, take time out to just hang out like you used to without sex. So trust me, it's important. So she's saying specifically with people who you want to um, keep that friendship intact. And it's not just a friendship you started just because you know what I mean. It really was a genuine, sincere friendship in the beginning that turned into more. Uh, not relationship-wise, but sexually. Um, sometimes it's just good to hang out with them, even though they're your best friends with benefits, as just a friend. Sometimes just catch the movie, just, just bite, grab a bite, bite to eat, catch up on shit where y'all not flirting or you in their face all the time, acting like that's all it is now. Uh, seven, treating a friends with benefits like a boyfriend. Hmm. Well, yep, that happens. She said, with my first friends with benefits, I was very open. I asked him to go out with me to dinner and movies and stuff. I completely confided in him with everything. I got suspicious of other girls around him, even though I didn't have feelings for him that way. When he didn't reciprocate, things got bad, and it wasn't his fault at all. A friend with benefits is not meant to be anything like a boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to, cause I feel people get confused, especially women sometimes, because or easier to shift into romantic feelings. A guy could as well to complicate things. It's because um, I just don't see how at some point, like I said, even having the more sex you have, the more you hang out, the more you cuddle, the more you, I just don't see how at some point it, you know, it's like in your head it could feel like a boyfriend who's not your boyfriend because you know they're not. But sometimes you, you get the benefits of that. So this was a whole point with, with the benefits. So she says, a friend with benefits is not meant to be anything like a boyfriend. You're supposed to have the same attitude towards each other um, as you would to a different random friend. My mistake was allowing the line between friend and romantic partner to get blurry. Keep it clearly defined and stay on the friend side. Stay on the friend side. Stay on the friend side. Don't treat them like the boyfriend. Moving on. Eight. Deterring romantic relationship because of your friends with benefits now this is what i meant before what happens now that y'all just going with the flow y'all was friends before now y'all is really kicking it you know and with the options of dating other people probably not letting each other y'all you know put it all in each other's faces or maybe y'all are honest about what y'all do but now when you're dating other people you've met someone okay now you're gonna deter the romantic relationship something that could be more because of your friends with benefits you know what i mean this is what i meant by or if you decide to pursue a romantic relationship with somebody else, whoever it is, at some point you have to decide, well, I got to stop at least having sex with you right now because I just started dating this person. Like I said, the guy probably is still going to cheat on the girl. The girl still might cheat on the guy in a relationship. Maybe not. But at that point, when they're brand new with someone, they're going to start putting their best foot forward. That's going to stop all things. Now, what happens to the friends with benefits who probably, yeah, you might add one or two or three. Maybe you just have one at the time. But now you got them hanging out like, who are they going to call now? You know, you just went from having your friends with benefits and now being in a uh, romantic relationship where you're going to have more sex now with somebody new immediately. No break now to put the person on break. But also it's kind of like feelings. So she says here, the last time I was in a friends with benefits situation, someone at the bar asked me out for dinner. She was funny, attractive, what? And cool, but automatically turned. Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, the last time I was in a face with whoa, the last time I was in a friends with benefit situation, someone at the bar asked me out for dinner. She was funny, attractive, and cool, but I automatically turned her down. Why? Because I remembered my friends with benefits, and I said 
I, wait, 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 wait. I'm reading too fast because I got to know what the fuck this is. Because I really slowed down. So, wait a minute. She's she's bi? Is she bi? Because didn't she just say she was talking about guys? Wait. Now she just said, wait, I got to read this again. Maybe I'm tired. The last time I was in a friends with benefits situation, someone at a bar asked me out for dinner. She was funny, attractive, and cool. But I automatically turned her down. Why? Because I remembered my friends with benefits and just said I was seeing someone even though I wasn't, at least not in the way I accidentally implied. If you're having great sex and genuinely like spending time with your friends with benefits, you might forget that you're actually still technically single. There's nothing stopping you from playing the field and finding a future partner. Mm-hmm. She said that the, the person that hit on her was a girl and her name is Lakeisha Ethans. We already established that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Lakeisha, get it how you live, honey, get it how you live. Nine, Uh hiding, developing feelings. Oh, just hide them, damn it. Sometimes, even in the best friends with benefits situations, things happen. Feelings can develop. That happened to me. Yeah, everything happened to you. That's why you wrote this article. And one day I woke up to find I had a big crush on my hookup partner. See, one day. That's what happens. Just wake up. You think shit, life is real like that. You don't like, it's like guys that say they don't ever want to fall in love. They're trying not to fall in love. Then, like, a few years later, the girl's like, oh, you're married now. You don't get shit happens, man. You know, you find yourself in situations you don't want to be in or you didn't ask to be in or you thought you was, oh, so mature enough to avoid. That's so dumb. That happened to me. And one day I woke up to find I had a big crush on my hookup partner. Instead of telling her, oh, she likes girls. Okay, so that's all it was. But, all right, so, okay. She said, like, I kept it a secret. I thought I could handle it, but those feelings changed our whole dynamic. When she ended the arrangement, or maybe she's bi and this one just happened to be a girl. I got to go back up and see if she said he any other time. I'm such a nosy person. When she ended the arrangement, she didn't know why I changed. The whole point of a friends with benefits is to not catch feelings. If you do, it's important to talk to them about it. Tell your friends with benefits about it and see what happens. Will you give dating a try? Will you call it quits? You won't know unless you keep communication open. 10. Not knowing when the arrangement has run its course. This is a, um, oh no, she has one more after that. So being a friends with benefits arrangement should be fun and hassle free. Once I started getting stressed out when I had to go see a friend, that's what I said. Like, I don't know how you could even do one, two, three. I, I, I can't even find them. Even if they're attractive, you, I can't hang out with them too long. You know, like, I don't understand how people find all these three, four people to just rotate. I, must, must, my gosh, must be nice. Being in a friends with benefit arrangement should be fun and hassle-free. Once I started getting stressed out when I had to go see a friends with benefits, I didn't feel up to being with him anymore. But I didn't want to end it because I thought I was just being a jerk and needed to get over it. When it finally came to an end, we both found out that we'd both been feeling the same way. The relationship had pretty much run its course. For as long as you're having fun, you do. But when it becomes a chore, gets confusing, or is no longer what you want, it's time to break it off. And lastly, she says, taking it for granted. In my first friends with benefit relationship, we had pretty standard sex. We didn't try anything new. It wasn't unadventurous. It was unadventurous. What the point in that? Right. <laughs> What's the point in that? It's supposed to be a time for experimentation and trying new things. Since I've learned this, my friends with benefits arrangements have been full of excitement. We try out new kinks, play with new toys, and experiment with different positions. 
all without judgment. It's a blast. Oh, you lucky little freak, you. You little freak ho. Kudos. Let me see now. Did she say he anywhere in this damn article? Oh, my goodness. Relationship. He. Oh, no. This is a wonderful by uh, unisex. I assumed she was talking about the Anyhow Chapel's Corner. That's all I got. That's all I got. I mean, I think what I'm looking for these days, it would seem like it would be a friends with benefit. I, I could totally handle that. <clears throat> I thought I was going to potentially have that. It didn't happen. The thing with that is I don't see that. I mean, we even follow my own advice. I just don't know how that would work. The only way it would seem to make sense to anyone at the time, even when it makes sense to me for like, oh, five seconds before I come to my senses, is because it's like, well, what's the, you know, you don't really have to, I don't want no hassle. I certainly don't want nobody, uh, yeah, listen, I don't need no man lording over me, especially one that's, that, that's too insecure or, or, or not secure in themselves to let me just like understand that we're equals and, you know, if, you know, anybody got time, I, I will let somebody leave. I'll let a man leave, but at the same time, I'm not going to, I'm not following no knucklehead. You know what I'm saying? I ain't following no man whore and sl- shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I got standards. And also, I need my independence. I need to be able to be me. So if I can find something that fits me and then have sex with the person, oh, yeah, great. That's wonderful. But like I said, that's the only thing that would sell you. If you come to your senses and think about it, like really think about it. And you, you don't want to think, you don't think like that. You know, that, that it's, it's, it's something about the moment. It's kind of like when you meet somebody and you, you're all under a spell for like, like they say, like the honeymoon phase. There's something you just, a lot of things you're just not thinking about. So you snap out that shit. Wake the fuck up. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, and then it's all fun and games. So you snap the fuck out of it. Come out that honeymoon phase. Shoot. And that's all I got. I don't want to go. That was good. I don't want to go. I'm so tired of seeing their ugly faces. They're so fucking ugly. Oh, my God. And they ugly on the inside, too. Oh, no. I want to say that. All right. All right. Let me toughen up and put my big girl panties on. You know what I'm saying? Knock this shit out. I got mm, two hours and 25 minutes to clock in. But I hope that you all is um, having a good start to your new year. I hope that uh, this year brings you, I want to say, all your hearts and desires. But if nothing else, at least a little closer to your goals. I was watching a really good movie. If you, if you haven't watched Dolomite Is My Name on Netflix, especially if you're somebody who's has dreams and you just like to be inspired or you just like a good uh, inspirational story based on true events was based on dolomite i think you also watched that with eddie murphy not only is it hilarious but it really shows you uh the character of um a person who just kind of have to get set back all the time but always persevering to push through to make sure that they follow through with their dreams and their goals, no matter what anybody was saying, no matter if the money was coming in or it wasn't coming in. And I was really inspired by that. I want this year for people to be inspired, you know, more than anything, and laugh and be happy and love. That's the truth. And be and, and, and love themselves. Forget just loving other people. Everybody got to learn to love themselves this year in 2020 because we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Hell, I didn't know what this first week of the year was. I was, I was, I was in there like, what's coming? What's coming? It wasn't even anxiety. I was just like, okay, what's the, what it look like? Let, what it, what's it looking like? 
It's been a week now. I've been looking around. Shit looked the same. Oh, you know it's look. You know what it's looking like, bitch. It's looking like Valentine's Day. I took my ass to the Walgreens the other day. My mother requested some mints. I said, listen, if I find me, you know, the only mints you getting is some uh, Christmas candy canes that's now half off because I'm on a budget. So I took my behind in there and I went to the to the Christmas section, which was hardly is non-existent now. You know, all the old people ran in the day after Christmas and bought up all the stuff for next year. And long story short, I passed the aisle. I did a double take. They already got a whole aisle decked out with Valentine's Day cards, hearts, teddy bears with the heart. I was like, damn, this was the third day of the new year, if not the second. I'm getting real tired of them just rushing things on us like this. Like we just, I just listen. I'm just trying to snap out the Christmas song just went off last week. They was just singing all sang line for New Year's just last week. We, we we ain't even we wasn't even a damn week into the new year, honey. They got fucking chocolate hearts and shit, chocolate marshmallow hearts. What's going on here? You know, don't start reminding people and putting people in depression from January about Valentine's Day because some people can't handle it. They just doing too damn much, early as hell, and you can't ain't even. Ch- it's just like when Christmas came. They was playing. They was playing Christmas songs like two weeks before Thanksgiving. That ain't right. That ain't right. Some of us ain't even find a turkey. What are you doing? You know, some they just get a little too trigger happy. And another thing this year coming forward with February, damn Valentine's Day, and it's leap year. So all the February twenty ninth babies gonna get their thing. My thing with this year now is um, I'm trying to figure out Jesse Smollett. And this uh this uh Black History Month, I hope Jesse knows to sit his motherfucking black ass down. I looked at his page today, he ain't posted since June, nigga. You sit your ass down. Cause you and the Osan Darrow brothers, y'all sure as hell robbed us last month. Or last year, rather. Oh, we fought all month. We fought for half the fucking year, fucking around with Jesse bitch ass. He is not black. We denounced him. I I, I already told y'all I traded uh Jesse Smollett for MGK. See y'all next time here on Chopper's Corner. Mwah.